I say it way too much. And a lot of my clients look at me like I'm totally crazy, but I love sales sessions. It's probably my favorite part of the entire boudoir photography session experience. And I want to explain how you can make it your favorite part as well in just three steps. Hey, boudoir photographers, are you ready to be totally booked out with high paying clients? Well, I'm Tracy Lynn, and I went from side hustle photographer to running a million dollar boudoir photography business, working just 30 hours a month. That's right, just 30 hours a month. On this podcast, I tell you how I did it and how you can too. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the three steps that you need to take to turn your IPS sessions into your favorite part of the session experience as well. When I first started photography, I was anti-IPS or in-person sales. I was like, nope, not going to do it. I'm just going to stick with my simple shoot and burn. I'll photograph the whole session and I'm just going to send over the digitals and stay in my safe little space because I know how to do it. Like I liked my little bubble, you know? It's easy and I get to do the things that I love. I said that over and over and over again. And then I realized I was making about 50 cents an hour with the time that I was putting in between this travel to the session, the session time, all the editing. It's a lot when you're giving a hundred plus digitals, you know, plus you're corresponding with clients or clients were just flaking in general, not to mention marketing, accounting, HR, software fees, camera upgrades. Honestly, I was paying to be in business. I was absolutely going in the hole running this business. And that was the point that I was like, okay, something has to change. And my mind opened up to in-person sales. Have you felt that way in business? Like, I know I could probably make more money if I would just open my mind to the thing that might be a little bit scary, but I just don't want to right now. Well, I want to make it a little bit easier and less scary for you with these three steps to turn IPS into your favorite part of the photography business. But I also want to ask that you stay to the end because I'm going to tell you exactly how I run my ordering sessions on Zoom from home in my pajamas, and I still hit those regular high sales that we all need. Now, before we get started, I want to preface this whole episode with I call my IPS sessions ordering sessions. Some photographers call them viewing and ordering. Some call them reveals. Some photographers call them something entirely different, and that's okay too. When I decided to call these IPS sessions ordering sessions, it was because I wanted to be very specific that at this session, they're making their decision, they're setting up their payment, and it's their final decision. When I called it a viewing session before I started calling it ordering sessions, I felt like my clients were sitting there, they were treating it as a time to see their photos, but then they go home and make their decision later. That was very early in my business when I lacked a backbone and boundaries. I don't think it would happen anymore, but when I did switch the verbiage up a little bit, this confusion stopped, so I do believe in calling them ordering sessions just to simplify your life. Okay, so what are the three steps? Well, the first step, step number one, is to prepare your clients fully before their ordering session. The worst thing you can do is bring a client in unprepared for an ordering session. An upset client doesn't make for high sales. They're not going to spend the money if they're caught off guard by your prices. And it looks bad as far as your customer service goes as well. 
Now, I'm not saying that you need to send them your price list or a fancy pricing guide. And in just a minute, I'll tell you exactly how I prepare my clients without really talking about money with them at all. The thing is, we don't want to make the whole experience about the money, but it's like a double-edged sword. At the same time, they do need to be somewhat prepared. We can't just like give them sticker shock either. So early in my business, I ran my first model call, which I don't do anymore. That's a whole episode itself, and I'll plan that in the coming future. Anyway, the model call came in, we photographed the session, and I had her scheduled for an ordering session immediately after. I had done zero preparation, by the way, and it didn't go well. I didn't make any money on that. She didn't get any photos and those photos never saw the light of day. So that was when I figured out that I have got to do something totally different. So how can you prepare them? I'm going to tell you the exact spiel that I use here in just a minute, but you can prepare them in your messaging, in all of your marketing efforts, especially on your blog, in your inquiry email, and at consults if you do one. Now this, this spiel that I have, I use it everywhere and it works for what I need. Sure. There's going to be some clients who want a little more information. That's okay. I give it to them if I need to, but most of them are perfectly happy with what I'm about to tell you. So do you have a pen? Okay. This is what I have on my website on the investment page. These exact words. Images are not included with the session fee. Albums start at $4.99 and go up to $45.99. Most clients spend between $1 and $2,000, and that gets them between 10 and 20 photos. That's it. That's all the information they typically have before a session. One thing to note, though, my sales average is actually a lot higher than this, but that $1 to $2,000 number it seems to not scare leads away, so I use it as a conversion tool. None of my clients have ever felt misled or lied to. Every client has always left more than happy. It's all in the messaging. So what can you do right now to apply this step? Well, first of all, you need to make sure that your clients are prepared for their ordering session. When they're prepared and you're prepared, your ordering session will go off without a hitch and it's going to result in really high sales averages as well. Like I said earlier, this happens through your messaging on your website, in your blogs, your email marketing, your email inquiry responses, and even inside your consults if you do them. So prepare your spiel, memorize it, and things will go super, super smoothly. One side note, you also have to memorize your price list. If you're fumbling over your price list at the ordering session or when you're showing your albums to them after the session, they're not going to feel confident during the whole ordering session process because they're like, this girl doesn't even know what she's selling either. So you just have to be very confident and memorize that price list and it's going to go off really well. You have to know your prices, what comes with each collection, your album sizes, what's included in the album. Do you include a certain number of photos? Do you include digitals? Make sure you know your price list front to back. If you're confident, they're going to be confident. Step number two, you want to make it less about pricing and more about the experience. Early in business, I do think that we make pricing a bigger deal than it needs to be. Usually it's because of our own money mindset issues. And I want you to know most clients don't really care how much it is. They chose you because they love your work. A lot of clients are doing their research. You stood out for a reason. They chose you because they like you, your work, and what you stand for. Be confident in yourself and what you offer. 
What I don't want you to do is send over a fancy pricing guide that you've created and give them every detail about pricing upfront. How do they know what they want until they see the images? I want you to remember what I'm about to say. This would be a good note to make if you're taking notes right now, by the way. When you just send over the pricing guide, you are the one making it about money, not them. Sure, they might have asked about pricing, but to be honest, it's not because they're price shopping. Some might be, but most aren't. Usually, they just don't know what else to ask. That's the easiest way to start a conversation. If you just give them an idea of what they might spend, then start talking about the session, how fun it is, planning their outfits, they're not thinking about the money anymore. They're already planning the session in their head and getting excited to work with you. I want you to really focus on your attitude when someone sends a question about pricing. Remember, it's because they're trying to start a conversation, not because they're price shopping. Think to yourself, how can you turn the conversation into more of a discussion about how fun the session is instead of all about the money? While you're thinking about this, are you making the session more about the money yourself? Do you have money mindset issues that need to be addressed? If the answer is yes, know that that's okay, but be honest with yourself so that you can start overcoming this issue. And then step number three is to collect those big checks in full or with payment plans. If you follow steps one and two, then you're easily going to be able to make those big sales that you see other photographers making all the time. Sometimes as creatives, and most of us are women with big hearts, we want to help everyone else. Charging a lot and making a lot of money for what we love doing, it can seem like something we shouldn't do. Anyone else like me? Like, we should want to help the clients who can't afford us, right? We have all been there, I think, like early in business. We just want to help everyone and photograph the clients who, quote, can't afford us. Just remember, anyone can afford anything that they want if they truly want it. So we have to remember that we're running a business. We have to make money. We have to pay our bills. And just because we love our careers and we feel lucky to get to do this for a living, we still have to charge what we have to charge to live. Anyone can afford us if they prioritize what we offer. But all of that being said, something that has helped me increase my sales average is to offer payment plans. Here are a few perks to payment plans. It's a lower barrier to entry. It gets more clients on your schedule. You always feel like you have money coming in, even during slow season. I love this recurring income aspect. That's one of the most important things to me is having this recurring income coming all the time. And it also really helps your confidence when you're switching to IPS, especially if you're dealing with money mindset issues already. That being said, there's always a few cons, so let's talk about those. You don't get paid up front. The images might remain on your to-do list for a few months. I don't know about you, but that does drive me nuts. You always run the risk of something crashing or you just randomly losing the images. So let me tell you a real quick story about this exact thing. Last June, I had a client set up a payment plan. I like to get things done as soon as possible, so I sent her images to get retouched, and then I backed them up on one hard drive. (laughs) Normally, I back them up on three without fail, but somehow I overlooked this client's session, and I only backed her up in one place. Three months later, that hard drive crashed, meaning I lost her retouch images and her raw files. And that was a $3,000 sale. 
I was sure that I would have to refund her, but I somehow managed to find a company to recover her images on this hard drive. It was the most stressful month. And on top of that, it was the month of our wedding. (laughs) So things were already really, really expensive. So I'm sure that you can imagine how panicked I was. Now I learned my lesson. I triple check that my sessions are backed up. Plus I back them up on Dropbox so that I have them in four different places. Can you tell that I learned my lesson the hard way? I don't want you guys to do that. So honestly, I do think the risk of losing images is the scariest part of payment plans and a major con, but the rewards of payment plans are so worth it. And if you're backing up your images the way that you should, this shouldn't even be an issue for you. So are payment plans something that you want to offer? I truly think that anyone doing IPS should offer payment plans. So how can you get started? First, you need to find a payment plan authorization form. QuickBooks has one, I know. I also think the LawTog has a payment plan contract bundle. HoneyBook might have one. You can also just Google them. The main thing that you want to do is run the payments yourself or let your system run them for you. What we don't want to be doing is chasing down invoices and just crossing your fingers at your client's pay. That is not a sustainable business, which if you're listening to this podcast, I know you're here for sustainability. So make sure that your clients understand that you're running these payments yourself on a set date each month. I let my clients know that the payment plans are an option in the FAQs on my website. And if they ask about pricing in an inquiry or during the consult, I'll let them know about them as well. And then at the ordering session, I will also let them know that it's an option at that point if they want it when we're talking about payments. Okay, we've talked about a lot already, but how are you feeling about IPS sessions now? Any better? Do you think it's something that you can learn to love? You're not going to love it immediately, especially if you don't like it yet or the thought of it. But I think with practice and preparation, you can definitely learn to love it. Most of my clients love this part now. Now, before we go, I promised you that I would give you an overview of how I run my ordering sessions over Zoom in my pajamas, and I still make high sales with the sales average right where I need it to be. Before we jump in though, I want you to know that you can run your ordering sessions however you want to run them. If you want to do all in-person sales, make it a huge experience, you totally can. If you want to run it on Zoom and save both you and your client a lot of time, you can do that too. It's absolutely up to you. I love my ordering sessions on Zoom because I get to do them at home or on the road in our camper. Also, remember that I live two and a half hours away from the studio. When we're actually at home, it's really not that cost effective for me to be driving up there every day, which is why I schedule my sessions that I'm actually shooting one day per month and do my ordering sessions over Zoom. And like I said, I get to do them in my comfy clothes on my couch. Usually they take 45 minutes or less. When I was doing them in person in my studio, it could easily be an hour and a half per client. One other perk is that most of my clients are super busy and they don't have time to come to the studio twice in one week. It's just so much more time efficient and easier on everyone. So I'm saving time, staying at home, making it easier for my clients. It's a win-win. So this is how it works over Zoom. Before we dive into that, I do need to make one more side note. First of all, you need to review your albums at the session. You're not going to be able to do that during the ordering session. 
if you're doing it on Zoom, but they have to see the albums. They have to feel them. They have to know what they look like in person to know which one they're really going to want. And that's the trick to get them to buy the bigger albums. They have to touch them and feel them and see them in person. So what I've found is best is reviewing them directly after the session. Remember though, we're still not making this about money. So you're going to touch on pricing at that point, but I don't even say numbers. I never say dollars, like the actual dollar amount until I'm on the Zoom call with them, giving them their total after the whole ordering session is done. That's the first time I say any dollar amount. I do let the client look at the price list, which is the first and only time they're ever actually going to see it. But I'm making more of a big deal about how the album feels, which one they love the most, that kind of thing, which one feels best in their hands. I always make sure after the session that I have scheduled their ordering session so that it's on my calendar. I don't have to email them over and over and over to try to get it on my schedule. I'm not a fan of chasing anyone. So make sure that before they leave your session, that's when you're scheduling the ordering session so that it's done, it's on your schedule and over with. Okay, so let's talk about the ordering session and how it works. First of all, I use Zoom. Most of us are probably pretty familiar with it at this point. One perk to the COVID stay-at-home order in 2020, right? That definitely makes it easier to explain to clients. Before 2020, I was using Zoom for ordering sessions. I've actually been using it since 2018, and I had to work so hard to explain how to use it. Now, I'm just like, I'll send you a Zoom link, and it's so much easier, and everyone understands what it is, not explaining how to use it or anything anymore. When we're both on the screen, and we've been through all the small talk, I say very clearly, there is no screenshotting these images. Screenshotting these images is stealing and there is a $250 fine per photo for screenshotting. Make sure it's also in your contract when you say this though. But the thing is, the only way I'm going to know if they actually screenshot the photo is if I actually hear the camera shutter. But what I found is that most people are good. And if you clearly say, please don't do this, they're not going to do it. Another thing that you can do is put a huge do not screenshot watermark over the top of each photo. After we've been through the screenshot spiel, that's hard, <laughs> I turn on a slideshow of the images and let her see all the photos. The only retouching these images have had is color corrections and straightening the cropping. This is the first time she's seen them and you get to hear her excitement. This is the best part of the whole session, so make sure you're making a big deal about every single image throughout the entire thing. Then I run through each photo. She says yes or no to each individual photo. The next question I have for her after we've been through all the photos is which album or collection are you thinking? And then second round, we're narrowing them down even more. This can take two to three run throughs. And I just tell them that it takes as long as it takes and we're not in a hurry. At this point, we're usually only like 20 minutes in or so. So we're just narrowing them down until we get to where she wants to be or until she can't narrow anything down anymore. Then when she's made her final decision, she can't take anything else out. I put it into QuickBooks and give her the total. And I don't make this part a big deal. I say the total is blank. How do you want to pay? If she sounds a little questioning about it, that's when I might bring up payment plans. That's it. It's simple. I take the payment tell her what's going to happen next and then make a little bit more small talk. Then we're good to go and ready to get off the call. Usually less than 45 minutes. Some of them take less than that. 
Occasionally you'll get some that take longer than that, but that's very rare. So what I'm running through after I've taken the payment is how everything else is going to run from there. So like proofs, delivery, signing the invoice, how they'll get the digital files, run through all that, then we are good to go. So how does this apply to you? Well, I want you to think about it. What's going to work best for you and your business? What would your clients prefer? What's going to make them happier? Maybe you need to offer both. So some are just not going to be able to make it in person, but some will want to do this in person. Ultimately, though, what matters most is what works best for you. Remember, this business is your business and it needs to work best for you. So the one thing that I feel like I cannot say enough that I want you to truly remember is that when a client DMs you about pricing, it's really because they don't know what to ask. Treat this conversation as a way to make it more about the experience and less about the money. When you make the entire boudoir experience about the experience, including the ordering session, I know you're going to see a big increase in your sales average. And you'll start showing up with excitement through every step of the experience as well. Now, if you only get one thing out of this episode, I want you to remember that you started your business for more time and money freedom and more sustainability. IPS might feel super overwhelming and like, how do I even start? Where do I start? The best way to switch to IPS is to just make the switch. When you do, you're going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. You'll see how your photography business can give you the time and financial freedom that you're dreaming about. And in the process, you're going to start enjoying it too. If this episode resonates with you and maybe you want a little bit more help with pricing or the entire boudoir experience, be sure to download my free PDF, Five Targets to Spot Check in Your Boudoir Business This Year. This PDF is the blueprint to hit six figures in the next 12 months If you want sustainable freedom, and I know you do since you're listening right now, then this PDF was made for you. And I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Sustainable Freedom with Boudoir Photography Podcast. Please be sure to rate and follow so that you never miss an episode. Remember that they drop every Thursday and they're always full of actionable information for you to apply right now in your boudoir business. But until then, make sure that your next shoot is your best shoot.